Going through narcissistic abuse is a unique and an isolating experience that most people do not understand. Why? Because most people do not know what it is like to survive a narcissist. So they ask questions like, why did you stay for so long? How could you tolerate that kind of behavior? Why didn't you see it coming? Why didn't you confront them? And so on. These questions are extremely invalidating and isolating because they make you question your experience of the, of the aftermath. You ask questions like, am I exaggerating this? Am I making it bigger than what it is? Am I the crazy one? No, you are not. And let me tell you why in this episode. Hi, I'm Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In this episode, I will share five undeniable signs that you are a victim of narcissistic abuse. Before we get started, please make sure that you're subscribed to this channel by pressing the subscribe button and push that bell icon to stay updated with everything latest that I post over here. Let's get started. Number one, you are confused about their real nature. Narcissists are shapeshifters and there is huge inconsistency in how they treat you throughout the course of relationship. In the beginning, they are loving, but as time goes on and control increases, their real side comes to the surface and you see a monster that you never thought existed. But this monster does not stay on the surface for too long and they become this nice person again to keep you one inch from breaking and leaving the relationship. They blow hot and cold and never let you see them for who they are and this inconsistency causes cognitive and emotional dissonance. You don't only struggle with conflicting good and bad memories but also good and bad emotional states. In normal relationships, there is a consistency in the other person's personality. They don't keep oscillating between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde to make you question the foundation of the relationship. But with a narcissist, there is ongoing confusion and you find it extremely hard to process how someone can be so cruel and ruthless one moment and so nice and angelic the next moment. Your brain finds it difficult to process the fact that the person who is the source of this occasional relief is the same person who is the source of your pain as well. And that is where the confusion stems from. You're asking questions like, are they truly a narcissist? If they are, why did they do this good thing? Or why were they so amazing at a particular time in your relationship? This kind of questioning does not happen in a healthy relationship. Do you feel confused about the person that you were with? Do you know who they truly are? Drop your answers in the comments below and help other survivors feel validated. Number two, you know you should move on, but you feel emotionally stuck with them. Due to the constant inconsistency of the narcissist, biochemical changes happen in your body and brain that make you addicted to the narcissist's presence. Logically, you know they, are, they aren't good for you, but you still crave their presence. Your nervous system wants the feeling of relief back, not them. You crave the sense of connection they made you feel quite early in the relationship. You miss them, but you hate to be with them at the same time, which does not happen in a normal relationship. If you do not want to be with the person, you simply leave them even if it hurts to do so. But with a narcissist, you feel stuck. A part of you knows you need to move on, but the other still holds on to the hopeless hope that you can't seem to let go. Hope that they will realize how big of a mistake they are making, but that never ends up happening. No matter how many chances you give them, no matter how much you wait, things keep getting worse 
and not better. Number three, you feel overwhelming sadness and pain. The grief after narcissistic abuse is complex because you are grieving a lie and an illusion. You are grieving the future that you thought you would have with this person. You are grieving the loss of time, love, efforts, finances, efforts, children, and everything that you were before meeting this person. You are sad because you are waking up to the fact that every second that you spent with them was spent getting manipulated and gaslighted. This sadness is so heavy because underneath all of this grief lies the betrayal trauma. They betrayed you right when they were love bombing you because the efforts they put in were fake. They betrayed you every single time. They convinced you that the way you are perceiving things isn't the right way to do it. They betrayed you when they left you for the wolves without any closure and that is why you are in so much pain none of this happens in a normal relationship you are sad but not devastatingly sad the betrayal from a narcissistic relationship tears you apart and takes a long time to heal the grief that you experience is complicated and has many layers to it number four you are shocked to your core. You are shocked because you experienced the dark side of humanity. You were scammed, robbed, and tricked into believing that a well-crafted lie is the most beautiful truth. They promised dreams but delivered a nightmare. You are shocked because your world has turned upside down by their facade. You are shocked to realize that they can be this evil and merciless. You can't comprehend how someone can change like that, how someone can be nothing but a pretense. This shock makes you question your capabilities as a resourceful human being. You question your decision-making capabilities and you wonder if it was you who was blind for not seeing it, stupid for not realizing and stopping. This shock is like none. It is cold, callous, and capturing. When seeing the reality of the narcissist and your relationship with them, you are taken aback to realize that everything was an act. There was no genuineness, no authenticity, no connection and affinity. It was a game they played at your expense. You can't comprehend how a human being can be like this. Number five and the last one, you are experiencing typical symptoms of complex post-traumatic stress disorder and atypical symptoms of narcissistic abuse trauma. You're struggling with issues like insomnia, loss of appetite, exaggerated startle response, hypervigilance, chronic fatigue, emotional and visual flashbacks, dissociation, lack of focus and concentration, memory issues, physical health issues like chronic gut, brain, nervous system, immune system or hormone-related issues. For example, IBS, Crohn's, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, hypothyroidism, extra. You're also struggling with atypical symptoms that are quite unique to narcissistic abuse trauma like cognitive dissonance, trauma bonding, and Stockholm syndrome, which make your recovery uh, from narcissistic abuse far more complicated and difficult. You do not experience any of these after leaving a normal and a healthy relationship. Of course, you are sad for some time, but you grieve it off. You move on with your life. You get the closure that you needed and you just forgive them and you forgive yourself and that is it. You move on. There's amicability, there is cooperation, there is understanding. There are no open loops to be closed. But after leaving the narcissist, there is so much to be dealt with. And because of this overwhelming demand created because of the stress that you experience in such a relationship, in a narcissistic relationship, your body and brain, they adapt to make survival possible. 
and that means a hell lot of stress on your system on your body as well as your brain and it is a given that they would experience fatigue and this fatigue would show up in the form of illnesses and ailments that you never had before so if you are experiencing both atypical and typical symptoms of trauma that is a clear sign that this person that you were with was not healthy at all and there was a lot of dysfunctionality there was a lot of pain and suffering that you have been through before I end this episode, I'm really curious to know which one of these signs did you resonate with the most? Drop your answers in the comments below and let me know. That was it for today's episode. I'll talk with you in the next one. Till then, let the healing begin.